0: Welcome to this episode of Hot and Homeless. Today, we're going to start off by talking about the craziest date you've ever been on. Oh, There's been a lot of
1: crazy ones, but one that really sticks out to me is I was leaving work and I went on a date with a hinge guy in his 30s, which seems to be a common theme with me. <laughs> and we we, I'm, we met in Santa Monica. And then we got a few drinks somewhere, and me just being too fucking open, I'm like, have you ever been to a strip club? And he's like, I mean, yeah, because he's a 30-year-old man. Yep. And I was like, I haven't. I really want to go. And he's like, are you serious? I go, yeah, let's go now. Keep in mind, this is a Tuesday. It's still light Tuesday. outside. And then um, he's like, all right, let's go get some ones. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we go to the bank, get some ones, get in an Uber. We fucking go to a strip club called Plan B. I cannot make this shit uh. up. Incredible we, name. we walk in. It was everything I thought it would be. We walk in. It's a dead strip club, but there's, like, three old men. Ew. Like, one old man in one corner. Like, they're all in different corners, and there's they're getting lap dances, and I'm just like, oh, my God. And we sit at a table right in front of the stage, and there's this girl dancing, and she's not looking at the guy that I'm with. She's staring at me the whole time. And I always uh. thought I would be, like, throwing out ones. Like, yeah, We're not... No. I was always so stoked to go to a strip club, and I, became—I like, shrunk on the inside. Got and nervous? I, felt, I was nervous. Oh, my God. I felt like I was disrespecting them. What? That's yeah, their profession. I, I know, but I always thought I'd be, like, throwing out racks of cash. Oh, like, my yeah, God. Like, yeah, like, something in, from a movie. We were sitting there, and she's staring at me, and I'm like, oh, God. And then I remember she finishes her dance, and I just lightly placed ten one dollar bills on the end of the stage (laughs) so gracefully she didn't even notice I did that and she gets off the stage I go um um, excuse me you have some money right there (laughs) and she's like oh thanks and she walks up to me she goes um would you ever want to work here like I remember she was trying to get me to work the strip club and she's like touching me and I was like a little pussy bitch how old were you This was like a year ago, a year or two ago. I was a little fluffier. So it had to have been like two years ago. She's like, You could make a lot of money here. Do you want to dance? And I go, No, you should give him a dance. I was trying to get her off me. And she's like, No, I want to give you one. Oh my God. And I was like, No, I'm okay. And then I take my fucking business card out of my my wallet and I go, if you ever want your hair done, here's my car. <laughs> Always yeah. seizing the opportunity. Uh-huh. I never saw that guy again either.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Did you guys talk
1: after it all? I remember he took me to my car. And then he's trying to make out with me in the back of his car. This man is 30 years old. Like, Ugh. I felt like I was in high school. And he was trying to... He definitely was trying to have sex with me. And I was like, no, sorry. Jesus. And then I never talked to him
0: again. Did you guys even talk at the strip club? I feel like it's kind of hard to talk when you're at a strip club. No,
1: we were talking. He was, like, almost making sure I was okay. Was he nice? Yeah, he was nice. Okay. But he was just... Under he was like five ten, so he's probably a little angry. <laughs> Every man is five yes. ten. Yeah, yeah. Never talked to him again. He's from Long Beach. I remember. Damn. I have a type. Fuck. Seriously, <laughs> all the men
0: from Long Beach. Yeah. You What's just your flock? craziest? Um, I think it was right after I'd got out of a relationship a few years ago, and I'd matched with some dude on Tinder, and he was like, "Yeah, do you want to meet up?" And I was like, "Sure." And I drove, and I think we met in the middle somewhere. And we were at a freeway overpass and we're drinking champagne and I got too drunk and ended up like, we go back to the car and I was like, I really have to go to the bathroom. And I like, couldn't hold it anymore. And I stripped down and I peed on the side of the road and I asked him, I go, do you have anything to wipe with? And he handed (laughs) me a piece of notebook paper and I used it. And yeah, crisp. (laughs) It was not the most, um, I don't know it wasn't a good feeling but i was drunk and it he was felt fine trashy oh yeah it like was definitely, dirty dirty dog dirty dirty dog it was definitely not my uh proudest Best moment <laughs> yeah but, but hey he saw you again yeah and we were about to kiss and i burped and <gasps> i had this bad habit of blowing it after i burped at that time and i burped and blew it in his <gasps> face and he looks me dead in the eye and just started making out with me right after. Oh, And I was like, did I do it for you? I was like, shocked that he was into that. Ew. Yeah. The, clearly, it didn't I work out. I would have pushed you away. I would have I, like, I would have decked myself in the face if someone did that to me. I don't know. I was drunk and I don't know what I was you thinking. You would have decked yourself in the face if yeah. someone did that to you? Yeah. If so, or I would deck them <laughs> in the face. But I was like, oh, my God. Looking back, I was like, I can't believe that man called me back again. <laughs> oh my god and then god. we like he was like obsessed with you too yeah we like he is were a kinky little fool a kinky little fool but we were yeah we were I together a pity, the fool. pity <laughs> the fool we were together for a little bit we didn't date but we were hooking up exclusively for a good amount of time but Damn. yeah i think that would probably be my craziest not even craziest but just i guess most interesting did you say sorry when you did it I don't even remember. It was kind Saddy. of fuzzy. Saddy. It was a little fuzzy, so I don't really remember too well, but... Oh, my God. Well, speaking of the term sorry, what's your opinion on it? Because oh my I feel God. like a lot
1: of people say it, and they don't mean it. They just do it to band-aid the situation. Yeah.
0: I hate it because we've talked about sparing men's feelings and this can apply to anyone in general yeah we need to stop sparing people's feelings we apologize when we don't mean it like you said to the situation but it's like why can't you speak up for yourself and say hey you actually hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. and like most of the time we apologize when someone is gaslighting us a hundred percent they yeah. make they pull the sim like the victim card and they want you to feel bad you bring up a situation that has affected you you're like hey you did this and it hurt my feelings and then they pull the victim card they're like I've been going through so much lately yeah. and I'm like and I'm not like disregarding that mm-hmm. but at the same time you have to understand that you can't just pull that out and excuse yourself from the situation. Totally. If, if you don't know what gaslighting
1: is, it's I don't know how you describe it, Sophie, but I- You explain it. I wish I could look it up right now, but basically it's when someone does something wrong and when you try to talk about it, they spin the situation around on you and make you think that you were the one that did something
0: wrong. Exactly. And a lot, of, and we're all guilty of it. We all like want no conflict. So we all just apologize and we're like, I'm sorry I did that. But then it's like... but Not all of us. Not all of us, but a majority of people. Yeah. And we've all been guilty of it at least once. Mm -hmm. And we need to stop doing that. And we've been talking about, like, men will message us, and I notice if I say, oh, I'm seeing someone, they're going to respect the man over me. Mm -hmm. Because if I say, I'm just not interested, they're like, fuck you, you're a bitch. It's repulsive. And I'm like, I'm sick of sparing men's feelings by just, I always pull the, oh, I'm seeing someone card, but I'm like, I need to stop doing that. No, because... They will never learn that their actions are not okay if you don't yes, stick up for
1: yourself. exactly. But and you're, you're going to be the bitch that taught them, but fuck that.
0: Exactly. They're the little pussy. Pussy. Pussy boy, <laughs> but think about it. Because if it, the roles were reversed, if a female slid into a guy's DMs uh-huh. and he was like, "I'm just not interested," she wouldn't be like, "Fuck you, you're a dick." She'd probably be insecure afterwards. Exactly, that's what it would be. A hundred percent. Yep. But we also talk about like men. A major red flag is when they call their ex crazy. That is the
1: biggest no-no for me. And actually, no-no. <laughs> a few days ago, oh. um, I was on a date with an older man again.
0: And this man is a dad. He's a dad. Um, he was in his 40s. He has multiple children. He has five kids. <laughs> five. That's a new one. He's really hot though, okay? Okay. But, um, I can vouch for that. Yeah. He was a very hot dad.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'm going to date anymore. <laughs> but anyway, we went out to dinner and he's talking about Some I don't know, something came up about his kids and I was like, oh, do you always date people younger? And he goes, yeah. And I go, do you think that's why you're still single? Oh. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, you're funny. You're a straight shooter. I like that. And then we're talking about his past relationships and he goes, my exes are crazy. And Mm. I go, literally, yes, I'm way younger than him, but I was like, you know what? That is the biggest red flag to me. And he goes, what do you. you mean? He like shrunk in his chair and I go, I hate when people call their exes crazy and yeah. I said what did you do to them that oh. they acted crazy <laughs> yeah and he was like well no one's actually in a mental hospital and when I told you that you were like
0: that's even more not okay that exactly he said that. because he shouldn't be like taking their mental illness and spinning it like oh that's why they're all fucked up and like the relationship didn't work out totally. you should be able to sympathize with that person and excuse them for that yeah I don't know I think that's pretty shitty
1: and to continue this story this man's pounding beers the whole day because i think oh i God. made him nervous
0: we I had, always make men nervous I
1: had, but this dude's old i know he should not be nervous and he's a dad literally but anyway he has a daughter that's like two years younger than me keep this in mind he's oh pounding beers right and he's telling me i'm hard to read he tries to read my palm he goes give me <gasps> your palm and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, put Did it on." "Did you give my- it to him?" "Yes." Ew. And then I put it on his hand. And he goes, "No, just hover it above my <gasps> hand." "You'll No, I'm not kidding, Sophie." He goes, "You'll feel the energy." And my no hands over his. Way. No, I don't I don't know if I told you this in detail. No. My hands over his hand, and he goes, "Do you feel that?" And I go, "No." And he goes, "Oh, well, we can try it later." <laughs> and then we're whatever, we're talking. I'm kind of just like, you know, I smile when I'm bored. Yeah. Smiling. Um, I go to pee, he comes, I come back and, uh, the bill was paid and I was like, you didn't need to do that. What the hell? And I'm like, let me Venmo you. He's like, no, no, no. So then we're leaving dinner and he immediately tries to hold my hand. And like, for me, that's just very intimate. And it was I our first date. And I'm just like, you no, like, do you think I'm some young girl that's going to let you do whatever you want to me? Absolutely not. Yeah. And then he wants to walk around and we're walking around. And he's like, Oh, I don't know if I can drive home. Oh, and I'm God. thinking, fuck. And he, this guy lives in Carpinteria, by the way. And... He's Which like, is very far from us. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can just sleep in my car. And I go, you're not sleeping in I your car. I hate that. He's trying to manipulate 100%. you. hundred percent. But I'm like, what Fucked the up. fuck? And he, we keep going back and forth. And I go, you can crash on my couch. You're not sleeping in my bed with me. So I'm driving to my apartment. I call Sophie. And I go, if you don't fucking hear from me every hour, like, you need to come over. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed that I even... Invited him to my apartment. He's a grown ass man. Literally, he gets here, immediately brushes his teeth. He's like, makes are you, himself at like, home. He's like, are you gonna pour me a glass of wine, pack Ew. me a bowl? Like, me a wine, me a bowl? <gasps> I didn't tell you this, and oh I turned God. around and I go, who do you think I am? Good. And he goes, no, I'm just kidding. And I go, it's not like that here.
0: You. And this makes you. It all makes sense why he has five children. He's 45 Exactly. Hooking up with girls who are in their twenties. Exactly. Because girls app.
1: probably are like, oh yeah, whatever you want.
0: I'm not like that. And then no. he's giving me a massage, and he's, like,
1: hurting me. I have bruises on my body. Oh, my God. And I turn around, and I was just repulsed. And then we're laying on my hardwood floor, and he's trying to spoon me. <laughs> and he's kissing my neck, and I'm staring at the wall, thinking, what the fuck is going on right now? And he keeps trying to pull my head closer to his. And I was like, I'm not comfortable. Ugh. And then eventually I go, you know what? I, don't, I actually don't think you should sleep over. And he's Good. like... Why? Why do you say... I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, I'll leave. And I go, I don't know, like, I just think if you want to see me again, like, this isn't the way to do a first date. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And then he kept trying to, like, gaslight me and make me seem like I was being crazy. And I kept trying to explain myself to make him feel better, even though I was the one that was uncomfortable. We always spare
0: their feelings.
1: And I was like, look, like, it's not you. It's just this is a lot for me. Like, this is my new apartment. You're in my space. Like, I just think it's a lot. And he was like, I don't know what I'd do to upset you. And I got pissed. And I go, you know what? I think you should get your stuff and leave. Good. And he looked at me like, are you kidding me? And he's like what? And I go, yeah, I think you should go. And he wasn't listening to me, so I got even more pissed, and I opened my front door, held it open, and I go, you should go. It was nice to meet you. Good. Proud he of you, And walked out Mama. and I fucking locked the door so fast. Jesus, what an ass.
0: But the fact that he had the audacity to make me feel like the crazy one. But, okay, but... It all makes sense why his relationships haven't worked out. He has so many children from different yeah. women, and now he's seeking out young girls on a dating app. But That's looking This last back, resort.
1: And I know so much so about, but I know so much about, like, don't invite a man in, like, don't do it. You know, and I you're fucking did me. it. And I fucking did it. And I'm so mad at myself for that. I mean, but at least you didn't let him stay the night. You kicked him out. I know, but still, like, he knows where I live now, you know? Yeah. He knows what my car looks like. I just, I'm so mad at myself. And it's
0: so sad because as a woman, we always wonder, like, we always are terrified to invite people back. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, they know what, like, my car looks like. They know where I live. They know where I work. Exactly. We're terrified that they're going to show up. And it's because they're... People are fucking crazy, specifically I know. white males. Yeah. But <laughs> even we're the next day terrified. I was coming home from work and it was dark out and You're I like, got nervous. Around. I literally was looking for him. Oh, 100%. Well, we were talking about the other guy that you'd recently been on a date with. <laughs> I'm dating guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we always talk about for we between the two of us, we fit a criteria for most men. Mm-hmm. Blonde, small boobs, half Asian. And then yeah. brunette, blue eyes, big boobs. <laughs> we kind of fit the spectrum across yeah. the board and We've noticed every guy, like, we'll hook up with one guy, and then they'll hit up the other one. Exactly. And then they'll ask us for threesomes. And why would you think that's okay? And the fact that they think that we wouldn't tell each other and be like... And that shows that they don't respect us. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest slap in the face, honestly. But Tyler had hooked up with some guy recently, and he commented on my photo like a heart. And then... I comment back, and I'm like, do you remember when you hooked up with my friend and tagged Tyler? Yeah, and
1: then he texts me immediately, and he goes, you all are goofy, and then tries to Snapchat me. Or no, he tries to FaceTime me. I don't answer, and he goes, pick up grumpy. And then, I didn't tell you this, but last night, when I woke up to it this morning, last night, he messaged me on Instagram, and he goes, call me. Well, he tried to, like, play it off, like, oh, like, a
0: heart is so innocent. And this isn't the first time that I've had an issue with him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like why he's trying to make you feel like you're being crazy because it's like oh a heart is innocent it's like Mm -hmm. no it's not for most people like if you comment a heart on someone's photo you're showing interest well also when he came over here (gasps) oh my god tell them okay so Tyler's in the shower she invites him over and I'm already here and I'm like okay when he gets here I'm just gonna dip out he shows up and I let him in and he doesn't even say hi to me he walks straight to the mirror I mean maybe he said hi but it was a very brief hi Walks straight to the mirror and starts adjusting his hair and then looks Up and he's like oh hey how's it going and I was like are you kidding me how narcissistic are you walked right past I me I wish f- you said that I know and I was like oh hi and like immediately off the bat starts talking about himself and like his career which involves celebrities and all this and I'm like I just he left a bad taste in my mouth yeah I was like very pretentious very narcissistic and I was like that is not someone I see you with no but apparently but that's the ones I
1: keep choosing. I know. We but always everything stems from
0: your childhood because I came from a narcissistic family. Totally. And speaking of childhood, I was, I took a psychology course over the summer and one of our assignments was talking about when to integrate sex ed into a child's education. Mm-hmm. And I got in a big argument on the discussion board with some kid who was very religious preach that abstinence is key and all is good in the world and I was like that is not true like we should be teaching kids about their bodies from elementary school yeah not talking about sex specifically but like their body parts how to keep them clean how they work like it's okay to have a curiosity about it Mm -hmm. and then as you get older like integrate more and more and like teach them safe ways to have sex exactly and that it shouldn't be so taboo like we shouldn't by suppressing kids we're teaching them that they should be ashamed of their bodies when they shouldn't exactly but it goes back into like, we always find that our guy friends from a young age are allowed to talk about watching porn, masturbating, mm-hmm. the girls that they have fucked. But if we talk about that, we're viewed as sluts.
1: Slut shaming at its finest, yes, too. Yes, 100%. And I recently, like very recently, admitted that I watched porn for the first time ever. And yeah. I felt crazy for admitting it. And then I know. no one, like, everyone's like, nice. I know, seriously. But. But I hate when people, guys always like to go, well, what type of porn do you watch?
0: I Bitch, know. that's none of your business. Exactly. <laughs> you don't need to know that. You don't need to know. Okay, so I also find, though, that when I post things on Instagram, a scandy pic and whatnot, guys love to DM me and respond to it, but they'll, like, call me out in person and be like, why do you post that shit? I'm like, oh, you're yeah. the one responding to me. Mm-hmm. Like, hard eyes, like, ooh, you look so good, like... Why are you shitting on me? And I bet behind my back they're telling their guy friends like, "Oh, she's such a slut," but they have no fucking clue. Hundred like, percent. I'm like, I don't just fuck random people. But girls do
1: it too because I know for a fact, like, whether it's you or other girls that post like, in- like interesting pictures, but like different <laughs> a types scandalous. of pictures
0: girls like to slut shame them as well. I know. And it's like, why are we doing that? Because we should be very proud of our bodies. And if you're feeling confident, post whatever the fuck you want to post. Exactly. And you know what? I've been guilty of it as well. I've seen girls post crazy pictures I'm like, damn, I wouldn't post that. We've all been guilty of it. But like, right now we need to work on 100% making it more normal. It's like, why why are we shaming people for their bodies? And that
1: comes into play with anything, especially these days. If you've fucked up in the past, whether it's said something bad. You've had actions that don't align with who you are now or where society is
0: going. Like as long as you could admit it and look at that and make a change, like good for you. I actually respect that even more. Yeah. Own up to your mistakes and make the change. Exactly. And that's with anything. Yeah. So when you're posting, say a hot photo, it doesn't even have to be scandalous. You post something. Are you posting it for yourself or are you posting it for others? I'm posting it. For myself because I think I look good enough.
1: Yeah, but it is nice to have people going like, "Oh, you look so good," or totally. like, "Oh my
0: god," you know what I mean? Yeah, I always find that like I feel like this weird need to constantly be validated. Yeah, and like, yes, I do post for myself because I'm like, I feel good when I post. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm feeling sad, I'm gonna take a cute picture, or whatever yeah. it is. But. At the same time, I'm also posting for the validation of others, which sucks. Mm -hmm. But I mean, at least we can admit it. But you know what I will say, though, and you even know, I like was afraid to post
1: a picture for a very long time because I didn't want people to think I was into myself. Yeah. And why am I worrying about what other people think?
0: Yeah. And also, who cares? I mean, like there is like a fine line between being like a narcissist and confident, but I think like try even now,
1: even now on my
0: Instagram, there's like three pictures of me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, I, I need a picture with friends because I just look crazy. I know, and it's so sad how much we think into like our Instagram. I and don't our even social think media. into my
1: Instagram that much, but looking at it, I'm like, oh god, like yeah. I kind of look a little bit into myself
0: here. Yeah. Do you ever post a story just so someone can specifically view it? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: And if you say you don't, you're a liar.
1: I probably haven't posted something just for someone in the past six months, but mm-hmm. even to this
0: day, today. I posted
1: something to, and I looked through to see if a
0: certain person watched it. Yeah, totally. I find it's not usually just for one specific person. I want to see a few. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's usually the men we're talking to. It's the men we're talking to or the men
1: we have talked to. Yeah,
0: or someone who has wronged us. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Talk about Coachella. <laughs> oh, Coachella. Um. So... This was, I think, two years ago now because I was underage. Yeah, I know, right? So two years ago, I was working at a PR company that did celebrity styling and I worked weekend one at Coachella and I kind of learned the ins and outs and realized how easy it was to get into different events and Coachella in general. Don't we miss Coachella? (laughs) I have to say, I think Coachella is slightly overrated. It is, but you still miss it. Yeah. (laughs) But so weekend two is about to approach and I'm like... I'm going to fucking sneak in. I asked my friends, everyone's worried that we're not going to get in. And I was like, fuck all of you. I'm going to prove you wrong. So I make a fake VIP wristband and I drive out to Indio by myself on a Saturday. And a few months prior, I had passed out at a Brockhampton concert. And I was like, I need to redeem myself and see them. They're playing Saturday. So I drive out with my fake VIP wristband and I walk up and I'm like literally shaking. I'm so nervous. And... The guy at the VIP is like, "Oh, you need to scan." And I got angry with him, and I go, "No, I'm a VIP vendor." And he goes, "All right, go ahead." And I walk right in, no problem. Fuck. And so I'm in Coachella, and I'm like, "No fucking way!" I just did this. You're like I did. It and there's no one to share it with. Literally. But then I walk in, and I see these two guys, and they're looking at a little pamphlet. And I was like, "Hey, like, do you know where Brock Hampton's playing?" They're like, "We're actually headed over there right now." And I was like, "Perfect." I was like, "I just snuck in by myself. Do you mind if I come with you?" They're like, "Hell yeah! Like, come along." Uh-huh. So I start talk, like talking to this boy. He's like 6'3", very Oof. cute. He ends up becoming my Coachella boyfriend for the day. I love it. Puts me on his shoulders. We're like making out in the crowd. Everything is going like better than I had hoped. And so I had also been talking to this guy from Tinder who was a tour manager for a band playing that day. And he was like hey, like my band's going to be done at like sometime in the afternoon. You should come and meet me in the beer garden and let's get a drink. And I was like, okay. So the guy that I was with that I had just met was like, hey, we're going back to our campsite anyway. And I was like, perfect. I have to go meet someone else anyway. And so we split apart and I go meet this guy and he's like, hey, I know it's a lot to ask, but I left my ID on the tour bus. Like, would you mind getting my beer wristband for me? And I'm like, Okay, And I was 19 at the time with a fake ID from fucking South Carolina. And I'm Asian. It looks so fake. (laughs) So I go up to the bar. I give it to them. They're like, this is fake. We have to take it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Start walking away and my arms immediately are cuffed. And I was like, no fucking way. I turn around. It's an undercover cop. And they put me on a golf cart. I'm in the middle of VIP, like half naked, getting handcuffed in front of everyone. And they put me on a golf cart and golf cart me like a mile off of the grounds but it's still like Coachella grounds and it's like the on-site set up jail mm. and I'm sitting there in a folding chair my nipple is like hanging out so they designate a person to hold a piece of paper over my boob this was like the most sexualized experience ever and they're like are you thirsty I was like yeah they're like open your mouth and they pour water in my mouth it's like dripping all over me like I'm like what the fuck You're is like going a prisoner. on prisoner literally so then they like take all my information and they have this like weird folding table and like a white backdrop. And they're like, okay, we're going to do your fingerprints and mugshot now. And I was like, no way. And they go, yes. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they're like, this is a misdemeanor. Like, and I was like, holy shit. Like how am I going to explain this to my parents? Like, so I get my, I get booked. I'm like fingerprints, mugshot, everything. And while I'm in cuffs, I take off my fake wristband. I don't want to get in more trouble for that and Good job i know i was thinking <laughs> ahead but they're like okay once it's all done they give me my ticket and they're like okay like we're gonna golf cart you back to the entrance and i was like are you kidding me like i can go back in now so i get golf carted back to the entrance and my phone is blowing up from that guy who had asked me to get it and he felt so bad and because he was a tour manager he brought me an artist wristband he's like i'm so sorry like, let's go on stage. Let's have a good time. I go, bro, I just got arrested. Like, I got to go home. Like, it's like 10 o'clock now. I have to drive back to Westlake. Oh. Are you kidding me? So I'm like chain smoking with him trying to figure it out. And on my way out, I people are always like, oh, are you selling wristbands? And I was like, I'll sell you this artist wristband for $300. And the girl's like, fuck it. Yeah, totally. And I was like, you can get on stage with this. Like, do whatever. She hands me 300 bucks, and I leave. And I used part of that money to buy mugshot merch. So I made shirts and stickers, pulled a Tana Mojo, like verbatim, and sold it to pay for my court date. And yeah, ended up going great. I like didn't tell my parents until I'd sorted it all out. And they told me they were proud of me. And everyone you know has a mugshot sticker of you. Yes, there's like they're if, everywhere. If you go to like bars in LA, we'd like put them up in the bathroom, like everywhere. But my mom like wore her mugshot shirt in Paris, like on my my parents' honeymoon. But yeah,
1: when she shit her pants.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the Coachella arrest. I am now Coachella felon. Um, it was still one of the best days of my life, though. Honestly, <laughs> it's a great story. It was a great story. Ten and honestly, ten. it's off my record, thankfully, like, could not afford to have that on there forever. And didn't you, um, you went by yourself to court. You didn't have a lawyer with you. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, I was like, I'm not going to pay for a fucking lawyer. And I got up there in front of the judge and I go, I'm guilty, like right <laughs> off the bat. And she goes, that's not how this works. And then they like review your rights, whatever. And they're like, you just have to take an alcohol awareness course that costs about $300. And I was like, perfect like I just profited off an artist wristband and my mugshot merch like I actually this made is great I literally <laughs> made more money off my arrest than losing money it was nuts but still greatest day of my life mm. great story from should it. should we too. talk about
1: one other story that's crazy oh what do you have in mind when we went to the growlers last year oh when we went to the growlers oh, last year no. <laughs> and we're this is literally growlers. like about a year ago yeah um, the girls is like my favorite band I'm like just so happy Drinking like heavy Poured Jack and Cokes Oh yeah, and Sophie had a boyfriend at this time, and he was really close by, so she wanted to see him. So after the concert, I'm like on cloud nine. because We just <laughs> saw my man, Brooks Nielsen, and we were drinking a little, having oh, a good time. Oh yeah, and then I think we had one of those hot dogs on the corner. Oh yes, yeah. you hot- know those hot dogs. I miss those. I miss going to a show, leaving the show, and, like starving, smelling that after. and just smelling that Oh my god, oh, my how god. I miss the smell of burning meat in downtown LA. <laughs> but then we go to. Sophie's boyfriend's friend's house, and this guy kind of like it was always like a game of cat and mouse. Like, ooh, I like her. Ooh, I like him, but like, we're never gonna kiss each other. Yeah. Also,
0: he has a studio apartment. Keep this in mind. We're setting the tone.
1: A tiny studio apartment in Koreatown. Yes. And Sophie's, you know, living it up with her boyfriend in the bathroom. (laughs) And I'm with. There was limited space. I'm with this guy who was participating in some crazy things that night yes and i'm kind of drunk i'm sat over a boy Mm -hmm. and i just fucking look at him and i'm like fuck it i'll do it and i don't remember a lot i just remember we're making out and i'm like kind of not i'm just like "Mm." i'm undecided yeah and he goes oh my god (laughs) and i go what (laughs) like what do you want so exasperated and he's like I have a nosebleed. I look at him and it looks like he got shot in the nose. I run to the mirror, there's blood. All over my face. Everywhere. Down my neck. It looked like a horror movie. Oh, my God. Sophie comes out of the bathroom, and I was so angry at her. Like, (laughs) she personally did this to me. And then I still had to sleep next to him. And I woke up in the morning, and Sophie's lingering with her boyfriend, and I drove her. And I I don't think I've ever been that mad at you. I know. And I was just seething. And we walk out, I
0: go, I fucking taste metal. (laughs) I just remember coming out of the bathroom, and I see... And I turn on the light and he's like rubbing his face in the kitchen sink. And I was like, what the fuck happened to you? It looks like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like he was profusely bleeding it. It was a mess. That you were going to say it was amazing. It was amazing. No, it was such a mess. I did feel bad, and like the fact that you woke up and your face smelled like pennies like, was probably pretty rough. And my mouth tasted like pennies. Ew! That's even. I and don't know I what's was hungover from all the jacking <laughs> I know, it was just a bad recipe for Oh, fuck. Waking up in Koreatown tasting metal, not a good feeling. Oh, my God. Nobody ever wants to wake up like that. Don't wake up in Koreatown.
1: <laughs> I can't lie, that's not the last time I woke up there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Specifically in that apartment. Exactly. But New Year's is coming up. We always say there's, like, a lot of pressure on New Year's. Everyone... There's a lot of pressure around the holidays in general.
1: Totally. It's more time to get cupped. You're around your family, and they're like, you don't have a person. Significant
0: other. You're single. but especially I set you up with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but especially for New Year's, because you're, like, 12 o'clock, like, I got to find someone. Seriously. It's like, I like how mode. you just whip, a- whip out your wrist and watch. I know, no I'm, like, watch. looking at the clock, but... Last New Year's we had a time. We were I like, I can't say I remember this. <laughs> yeah, t- I was like the mother that night. I was dating a guy at the time, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be sober. I wasn't even sober, but I was like, I'm not gonna get belligerent. I did. We paid like, I don't even know how much we paid for it. Probably like a hundred bucks or so. Yeah, it was a cool party at the and, train station in yeah, LA, and it yeah. was 20s theme, which we've been wanting to do for forever. And yeah. Dress up. And it's open bar. But we and got so- there late. Yeah, so we had like a whole fiasco beforehand. We finally get there and it's like 11 o'clock at this point and we walk in and we just start like grabbing champagne flutes.
1: champagne.
0: And then Tyler's drunk and she looks at me. She goes, we should eat the shrimp. And I go, dude, this shrimp has been sitting out in downtown for hours. You're drinking champagne. We are not eating this shrimp. She's like, please, I really want a shrimp. And I was like, no. <laughs> So we go inside. We're having a good time. There's a huge... Like, it It was like a movie. Like, a yeah. huge dance floor. like They had burlesque dancers. Screen. There were, like, different stages. It was amazing. It was yeah. a really good time. And so we are pounding champagne. And then champagne all of a sudden... doesn't
1: agree with me. Yes.
0: But then all of a sudden, our buddy brings out a drink for Tyler. And it's hard alcohol. It was, I think it was another Jack and Coke. He starts bringing out those <laughs> instead so of strange. champagnes. Yes. And so... I swear, so the ball drops, everyone's having a good time, and we're dancing on the dance floor, and I swear, this was, like, in slow motion, a scene from a movie. I, I swear, the crowd parted. Keep in mind, like, the ball had dropped. There's confetti, the floor is sticky from alcohol, so all of that's on the floor. The crowd... i heels, too. Yes. <laughs> So Tyler is in heels, a short dress. The crowd parts, cause we're like, oh, let's go to the front, let's dance. So we start walking, so people are kinda making room for us, and Tyler slips and glides. It was like a slip and slide. Her whole crotch is out, and she's like on this floor rolling around in the fucking liquid and confetti. get up in the heels. <laughs> yes, she was so drunk, and I swear, I try to help her up, she falls back down. And I try to help her up again. It was just a shit show. But that's what we're hoping for for this year. I know we're in a pandemic, but we will just get very shwasted that night. Oh, even when I was leaving, you said I dropped my wallet and this girl goes... Oh, my God. I have it on video. Tyler drops her wallet. We're on, like, a red carpet out front. And... Tyler drops her wallet and this girl picks it up for her, and she's like, Fuck you, bitch, I can do it myself. And this girl's like, Fuck you then. No, because di- didn't I say, Is it bad? I don't want you to help me. Oh, oh,
1: yeah, that's what it was. And she goes, Fuck you then. Which I don't remember this at all. Yeah. That you told me this. Yeah. You could be straight up lying to me. I could be straight up <laughs> lying.
0: But yeah, very hectic night. It was a great time. I woke up still drunk and then had the worst hangover of my life because I'm pretty sure I got a few concussions that night. Yeah, that was not the only fall she had. She had a good <laughs> amount of falls that night. She yeah, had one yeah. in the bathroom, one back at the the Airbnb. We had. I did. Yeah. What? Dude, you fell so much. I fell the Airbnb. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god damn see you guys are learning with me so on that note be safe this new year's guys i mean we're gonna talk to you before that yes but be safe this holiday
1: season don't overdo it like exactly and we appreciate all the feedback that you guys are giving us
0: yes especially uh the tinder and bumble men that have been messaging us that has been the most feedback we've been getting is mostly from males i
1: know and i love it yeah same
0: so, give us some more. Yeah, but uh, if anyone has hear. any crazy shit that they want us
1: to talk about, we're always down. Totally. Send Totler. it in. And we will
0: see you next week. Thanks for listening, brachers. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye.